Welcome to episode 35 of the Author Ads Academy podcast. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me. It really does mean a lot that you're here. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode of the podcast yet, that's episode 34, I'll give you a brief summary of the podcast because today marks it marks a new direction for the Author Ads Academy podcast as a whole. So in short, I'm now going to be focusing each episode of the podcast on Amazon ads for authors, as this is where I feel there is really the most opportunity for authors, but also the most confusion and the most overwhelm. Now, it's important to note here that yes, Amazon ads are important and they can really scale your book sales, but it is just one piece of the puzzle for your overall author career. There's a lot more that goes into making Amazon ads work for your books than just running the Amazon ads themselves and ignoring all this other backend stuff, all the foundation building really, such as, well, writing a great book for starters, but you also have things like having an on-genre book cover, a book description that entices the prospective reader to buy or borrow your book, having great reviews of your books, a mailing list, a website. There's just so much that goes into having a successful author career. Amazon ads on their own aren't going to do it for you. So I really want to drill that home, that Amazon ads are just one piece of the puzzle. Now, my plan for the podcast is to structure it from the ground up, starting with the basic topics of Amazon ads and then stacking on that as we move forward. And by dedicating an entire episode to a single topic, I can really go deep into that particular topic. So instead of jumping around from topic to topic, I'm going to be building on that base knowledge and really expand that out over time. So my aim is to create content that can benefit you, whether you are brand new to Amazon ads and have no experience with them at all, or you've been running Amazon ads for your books for some time now, but you've reached a, you've reached a sort of plateau or you want to increase your knowledge of Amazon ads and take those next steps to really thrive with them. Wherever you are along that spectrum, I'm sure you're going to pick up some golden nuggets along the way that you can implement into your Amazon ads campaigns. So if you want to find out more about this change of direction for the podcast, I invite you to go back and listen to last week's episode, episode 34, where I dive into the reasons for this change of direction in much more depth. So if we look at the overall structure I'm going to take, I'm going to be starting by moving through the three core Amazon ad types currently available to authors. So that's sponsored product ads, sponsored brands ads, and lock screen ads. Now, as well as the key differences between them, and the benefits of each ad type, I'm really going to go into the core fundamentals for these three different Amazon ad types for authors. Then we're going to move on to specific Amazon ad strategies for each ad type, as well as looking at how to combine them all together to build a holistic Amazon ad strategy. We're also going to be looking at topics such as optimization, scaling, analyzing your data, account structure, targeting, and so much more. Now, Amazon ads is constantly changing and Amazon continues to bring out new features. So along the way, I'll keep you updated on these changes. So with all that being said, let's jump right into today's episode, which is Amazon ad sponsored products auto campaigns or automatic targeting campaigns. Now, one of the most common questions I get is, do I really need to use auto campaigns? 
In short, yes, auto campaigns act as your discovery or your research campaigns. They find keywords and they find other books. So ASINs, ASIN stands for Amazon Standard Identification Number, and it's essentially a unique number for every single book on Amazon. And these auto campaigns, they're going to find these ASINs and these keywords, and they're going to test hundreds, if not thousands of these keywords and ASINs for you. And when you look at your search term reports, you'll be able to see which of these ASINs and keywords are converting into sales or page reads for you. Now, these keywords and ASINs are potentially ones that you would never have thought of on your own had you been just using manual targeting. So these auto campaigns are fantastic for discovering a huge amount of data for your Amazon ads through keyword combinations and ASINs. And over time, search terms, trends, they change and new books are released on a very regular basis. So these auto campaigns are going to pick up these trends in how people search for books. And they're going to pick up these new books that are released onto Amazon every day. This is going to save you a huge amount of time doing all this research manually and regularly. I mean, just think how many new books are published on Amazon each month and you begin to appreciate the power of these automatic targeting campaigns. Sometimes these auto campaigns can be used to scale your Amazon ads account once you have them dialed in. Now, optimization and scaling of automatic targeting campaigns are topics for future episodes, but just know that they do have a lot of potential and I have auto campaigns I'm running for clients with budgets of $200 plus per day. Now, it's taken several months to get to that level of spend as we train the Amazon algorithm to the sort of books and keywords that they should be targeting and the books and keywords that they should be ignoring. So over time, auto campaigns can be some of the best earners in terms of Amazon ads campaigns. The other huge benefit of auto campaigns is that you can use them to harvest keywords and ASINs that convert well and put them into manual targeting campaigns. When a keyword or an ASIN converts well in an auto campaign, you have no control over the performance of that single target. You can't, you can't control the bid or the placement adjustment, again, and a topic for another episode. Or if it's a keyword, you can't control the match type. So this is broad, phrase, or exact. Once again, this is something we'll be covering in a future episode. So if these words are going straight over your head, don't worry, we will be covering them in the future. So if you can identify a keyword or an ASIN from an auto campaign that has generated two plus sales or two plus borrows, and I'll be covering how to do this in a future episode, then you can target that exact ASIN or that exact keyword in a manual targeting campaign with its own specific bid and have much more control over where it appears on Amazon and the overall performance of that single keyword. For example, if you notice that it's performing well at the top of the search results, a particular keyword or a particular ASIN, or it's performing really well on product pages, then we can adjust the bid accordingly in a manual targeting campaign to say to Amazon that we want to bid much higher to appear at the top of the search results for this target, or we want to appear right at the top of the sponsored products carousel on product pages for this particular target. But in an auto campaign, you do not have that level of control. Amazon is determining which books, so which ASINs and which search terms, which keywords to target. You don't have the control to really focus 
the Amazon Ads algorithm onto a particular keyword or particular ASIN within an auto campaign. But you can do that with manual targeting campaigns, but you need the auto campaigns there in the background so that they can harvest this data for you. And then you can then graduate those targets into manual targeting campaigns. So when setting the bids for automatic targeting campaigns, you have two options to choose from. You can set a default bid, or you can set a bid for each of the automatic targeting match types, which are close match, loose match, substitutes, and complements. If you set a default bid, Amazon will use that same bid across each of those four match types. Personally, I prefer to set a different bid for each match type, as this gives you more granular control in a campaign that has very little control as it is, as I've just been through. So what's the difference between these four match types? Well, close match, these are in the main, they're search terms that are closely related to the book that you're advertising. Loose match, these are search terms that are loosely related to your advertised book. Substitutes are books that are substitutes to your advertised book and complements are books that complement your advertised book. Now these match types are also used in Amazon ads for all other products on Amazon, such as drills or bed linen or bookcases. So essentially these match types are the same match types that other advertisers on Amazon who are selling everything other than books use in their Amazon ads campaigns. So, so they don't mean a lot for books really, particularly substitutes and compliments in my opinion, but maybe that's just me. You know, it's what is a substitute to a book? Um, it's a bit clearer if you're selling a kayak, for example, and let's say we're looking at the compliments and you're selling a kayak, a complementary product to a kayak would be an oar or a paddle, for example, but how do we determine what's a complement to a book? It could be another book in the same series. It could be a later book in that series, for example, or it could be a very similar series with similar sort of characters, similar genre. Um, and then there's things like substitutes. What's a substitute for a book? How Amazon determines this sort of data is not something they make very clear based on what I've read and what I've researched, but they do work uh, auto campaigns. So they really are worth investing in. Now, coming back to the match types, the main thing to know here is that your close match and loose match match types will be going after related keywords and substitutes and complements will be targeting other ASINs, so other books on Amazon. Now, what you will find as you run these auto campaigns is that Amazon will target other books in your catalog, as well as brand keywords, such as your author name, your series titles, your book titles, etc. You can prevent this from happening if you prefer by negating these targets in your auto campaign. Now, neg negating keywords and negating ASINs is something we'll discuss in another episode. But to begin with, I would advise you not to negate your brand keywords and your own ASINs, as they do tend to convert extremely well with auto campaigns. Now, in the past, I have seen great results from creating a separate auto campaign for each match type, as you can turn each of the different match types off. For example, I would have one campaign for close match, one campaign for loose match, one campaign for substitutes, and a fourth campaign for compliments. Whilst this can work for some accounts, I did find it worked better six to nine months ago than it does now. So speaking of what works now, what I'm finding is that initially, I would recommend that you set up an auto campaign targeting each of the four match types in a single campaign from day one, bidding separately for each match type. Now, if one match type doesn't convert very well or doesn't receive much or any budget, 
then you can turn that match type off. And if you wanted to, you could set up a new campaign that only targets that single match type. From all the campaigns I've run, and I'm currently running, one trend I have noticed recently is that Substitute's match type seems to perform the worst and receive the least amount of budget. I've also seen that Complements tends to generate the highest number of page reads and the associated page read royalties. This is something you can see in your Amazon Ads dashboard. Now, when it comes to bidding on your auto campaigns, there are so many trains of thought on this topic and you'll hear lots and lots of different opinions. Some people like to start bidding low and increase their bids over time if they're more conservative. Others start high and then lower their bids over time if they're more aggressive. Personally, I like to start by bidding high just because it allows me to gather data much more quickly. And I generally bid above or around the highest number of Amazon suggested bid range. Now quickly covering suggested bids, Amazon will suggest a bid range for you to bid within that should result in your ad getting impressions and clicks and sales. This is a topic for another day, but essentially the suggested bid is based on Amazon's data on what other advertisers are paying for clicks on those keywords or those ASINs, or in the case of auto campaigns, what they're paying for these individual match types. Now, suggested bids, some people find them accurate, some people find them not accurate. I don't find them overly accurate. I prefer to go on the data in the actual ad account that I'm bidding on, that I'm working in. But initially I do start by taking notice of those auto campaign uh, suggested bids, just because it gives you a good starting point if you're not sure where to start. And remember that with Amazon ads, the bid you pay, the actual amount that you pay for a click isn't going to necessarily be the amount that you bid. It's going to be just above the next highest bidder. So if you bid 75 cents, for example, and the next highest bidder bidded 65 cents, you would pay 66 cents or 67 cents. You pay just above that next highest bidder. So you're not going to necessarily pay the full amount of what you're bidding. Now, coming back to the bidding for these auto campaigns then, as I say, I like to bid around or higher than the top of Amazon suggested bid. And then I let things run for five to seven days, sometimes longer, and then adjust the bids accordingly based on the data that I've collected for that particular campaign. I also set the bids for each match type differently. I generally bid the highest on close match, then a little lower on loose match. I bid the lowest on substitutes, often ignoring the suggested bid range altogether because I just don't see much in the way of performance or profitability in most cases on substitutes. And I tend to bid fairly high on the complements match type when the book I'm advertising is in Kindle Unlimited because this match type tends to do very well with page reads. And finally, with the bidding strategy for auto campaigns, this is going to be an entire episode on its own because it's a big one. But in short, with Amazon ads, you have three different bidding strategies to choose from. You have dynamic bids down only, dynamic bids up and down, and fixed bids. Dynamic bids down only allows Amazon to lower your bid if it thinks your click is unlikely to result in a conversion, so in a sale. Dynamic bids up and down allows Amazon to lower your bid if it thinks your click is unlikely to result in a conversion, just as with dynamic bids down only. But with up and down, it also allows them permission to increase your bid by up to 100% if they deem that a click is likely to result in a conversion. And fixed bids doesn't give Amazon permission to adjust your bid at all. Now, a while ago, 
Amazon changed the default bidding strategy for auto campaigns from dynamic bids down only to dynamic bids up and down. Now, this option may seem a bit scary when you give Amazon permission to raise your bid by up to 100%. And yes, it's scary, but I have actually seen it convert better than dynamic bids down only in a lot of accounts. Now, if that option does seem a bit too aggressive for you at this stage, then do stick to down only. But if you don't see any traction after one to two weeks, so by little to no traction, I mean very few impressions and very few clicks, then try switching to dynamic bids up and down instead of dynamic bids down only, or you could try fixed bids. As I say, we'll be diving more into bidding strategies in a future episode as it's a deep topic to explore. So that's what I've got for you today, an overview of automatic targeting campaigns. Now we're only scratching the surface here, but hopefully this has given you a better idea of what automatic targeting campaigns are, how to use them effectively and how to get them set up. They are extremely quick to actually build in the first place and they can provide very, very lucrative results when they are optimized regularly and over time you train the Amazon algorithm as to what your books are about by using negative targeting. And with that training, you will start to see better results from your auto campaigns. And they can act as fantastic discovery campaigns that allow you to graduate keywords and ASINs into their own campaigns to be more granular and specific with those top performing targets. Now, everything I've been through here today may or may not work for your Amazon ads. Each account is different, each book is different. So the biggest thing you can take away from today's episode really is to test what works for your books. Don't compare your results to someone else's. Compare your current results to your past results. This is the only comparison game you should be playing, both from a data perspective and also from a psychological perspective as well. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate you being here and I hope you have enjoyed it and taken some golden nuggets away from it that you could implement into your Amazon ads campaigns. So next week, I'm going to be diving into manual targeting campaigns. But until then, I'll leave you the same way. I'll leave you every single episode. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week advertising, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon. <laughs>